Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Tonight, we are playing a one-shot that we have run a few times before. It's entitled The Door Beyond. I get the name wrong every time. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd, and it is from their online collection of one-page scenarios. Um, I've got a link to their site, Reckoning of the Dead, and uh, you can find that in the description below. I will be GMing, and this is version 5. Uh, before we begin, though, I, we do have a new patron. Uh, Max Dull, uh has pledged $5 a month to our club. Thank you so much, Max. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. <clears throat> the tiny little town of Gravesport sits on the northern side of Cape Flattery, in Callum County, in the northwest corner of Washington State. The date is October 12th, 1921. Gravesport is a fishing village with a population of only 130 people. Their main commodity is smelt, salmon, and occasionally albacore tuna. Some of the larger industrial fishers, uh, fisheries have their eyes on Gravesport, but for now, it remains a remote location. Indeed, there is only one road that leads out of the town, and it often gets washed away during the rainy season. By far the most common way to get there is via boat. There isn't much in the small town, but everyone knows everyone, and they tend to look out for one another. The weather can be incredibly harsh and foggy. Most of the year, the town is shrouded in cool, wet fog that hangs in the air, often past noon. Today is one of those foggy days. Near the center of town is a tackle shop aptly named The Bass Hole, owned and operated by Margaret Bentley, wife of Dirk Bentley, a local fisherman. She has one employee, Bobby McKenzie, uh, who... Is it Bobby McKenzie or Bobby McIntosh? I think it's McIntosh. Change that. Uh, she has one employee, Bobby McIntosh, who has worked for Margaret since he was 16. He's a good kid. Across the street is a small pub where the locals hang out. Yes, it's prohibition, but nobody in Gravesport, including the sheriff, gives a shit about that. As we begin our tale, Bobby McIntosh is stacking boxes behind the counter in the bass hole. He has noticed this morning that Margaret doesn't seem to have it all together. She seems a little distracted. He wonders, did she have a fight with Dirk? Is something missing from the inventory? Something is definitely eating at her this morning. Take it away. Miss, uh, Miss Margaret, is, is everything the matter? You, you, look a bit, uh, you look a bit distracted. Oh, uh, you didn't hear Dirk say that he was going to go out fishing yesterday, did you, Bobby? I, he didn't tell me, and he, he, hasn't, he hasn't come home. I haven't, I haven't seen him since last night. Not, not that I remember. I mean, Dirk and I go out fishing from time to time, so he'd probably tell me. He did promise to teach me how to tie a new knot, so I'm looking forward to that. I, yeah, I just, I, he, he didn't come home yesterday. I, it's, it's not, it's happened before, but it's, it's rare, you know, and we're, we're getting up in age, and I just, I worry, you know, I worry. Maybe, maybe Leon's seen him. I don't, I don't know. I should, well, let's 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 finish unpacking all of this, and then um, 
maybe I can maybe I can go down the road and ask. Yes, ma'am. Maybe he got a bit zazzled on on the way to home. Uh, but yes, ma'am. I'll help. I'll finish packing. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Yeah. You're just you're you're good. You're a good one, Bobby. Thank you so much. So you continue with your day. Um, uh, a couple of customers come in and leave, and going on around oh ten fifteen in the morning. And Margaret, you're getting a little more nervous. Um, uh, you see your brother, Dr. Ellis Olson, uh, coming down the street and heading for the shop. Um, and uh, he walks up to the front and steps inside. Morning, Maggie. Oh, Ellis, I, you haven't seen Dirk, have you? Dirk? Nah. I. Good morning, Dirk, Doc. He was morning, acting, Bobby. He was acting a little odd last night, and then he went for a drink at the pub and then didn't come home. I don't. I mean, you shouldn't have married a fisherman. You could have done better. <laughs> Oh, Ellis, you, come on. We've been married all this time. I, he's not a bad guy. He provides, he's good. I just, this isn't like him. All right. Well, Maggie, I'll help you. All right. You're, you're my dear sister and whatever makes you happy, I'll help you get there. No, oh, thank you. While you, you guys are, Leon, have you? Sorry. Well, while you guys are talking, Leon walks in. This stupid fucking net. God damn it. Hi there, Mr. Blake. Problems with the nets again? I was out with the fleet and my stupid net got fucked up. This is the I... fourth one this month. Yeah, well, the sea ain't been kind to me lately. You seen uh, Dirk, Leon? Yeah, have you seen Dirk? Well, uh, Last night, I, I was out drinking with him, you know, at the, uh, the, the rusty old pelican. Rusty yeah. pelican. Was he but, acting strangely then? You know, he seemed like he was in a good mood, but I left around 9 p.m. Uh, I, I was feeling like getting a decent night's sleep. Yeah, he was, he was in, it, it was a strangely good mood. Like, I don't, I last last night at supper i don't know what he didn't say anything to you leon about going out fishing or anything uh, not that i remember i mean he just seemed like he was in uh high spirits and mm -hmm. uh i mean a bit of unusually high spirits because the uh the salmon and the albacore ain't been that good recently you know um was his boat tied up at the dock this morning when you went out that's a question I have, Tom. Is no. that when I was out uh, out there this morning? Was he was he out there, or was his boat tied? You didn't see him, and his boat's not tied up right now. Yeah, Margaret. That's the thing. Is this? You know, maybe he went on a bender or something. But you know, I was out there this this morning with the fleet before my net fucked up on me. But uh, his boat wasn't tied up, and when I got there, and I didn't see him out there. Last time I saw him was when I was leaving the Pelican. I don't, I don't know what, I don't. You know, I, I wasn't thinking much of it before because, you know, you, you have a few too many drinks and you might miss a, a fishing day or something. But now you saying that you haven't seen them, that's got me, 
I haven't seen him since supper last night. And he goes out fishing at night sometimes, but he usually tells me and he's always home by morning. And well, God, it's yeah, lunch the, the, and he's not this, here. this ain't like him. This is, I hope the sea hasn't claimed another man. Well, look, are any of the others in from in, in from the uh, fishing this morning? I, maybe we could ask around, see if anyone saw him. The rest of the fleet should still be out there. We oh. didn't leave that long ago. It's this stupid fucking net. Leon, do you think you could maybe go out there and, and look for him? If you want me to, I could totally do it. I could. I think I could even close up shop and, and, and if you don't mind me coming with you, it, that is, I, I'm just... I'm very con- concerned. This is this is not. I'm almost no no. Hearing he had a, did he have too much to drink last night? Was he? He was doing his usual, you know, a, a couple of beers, but it wasn't anything that seemed particularly, you know, strange to me. I I I, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, you know, I was really tired, but that's all I really. Uh, that's okay. I, I can I, think I, of off the top of my head. I appreciate but you hearing your information. I will gladly allow you to accompany because I can't let my buddy just be out there drifting around and shit. I could close up the shop for you, Miss Margaret, and, and you guys can go. Uh, Mr. Blake, if you want to give me your net, I'll have it ready when you come back tomorrow. By you all means. Come with Bobby. You know no one comes in here really after breakfast anyway. You sure you don't want to just close up shop and come with? Yes, ma'am. I'll close up shop okay. and come to the Pelican. Chances are if he's out there and he's hurt, you're going to need me. Thank you, Ellis. I know you guys haven't gotten along all the time, but I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate it. Dirk's a good egg. He gets a bit sozzle from time to time, but he, he's a good fella. Okay. Okay. That, let, that settles it. Let's, let's see if we can go find him. Okay. So you guys are going to close up the shop. And um, how do you want to proceed? What do you want to do first? I'm assuming that Leon would know kind of his regular fishing spots. If he does, maybe we could kind of start there for the most popular places. Yeah. I could go back out to the fleet, right? I mean, you could do whatever you want. At the moment, your nets are shit. So you can't do any fishing, but you can drive around. Um, Let's go to the Pelican. Maybe the bartender saw him leave last night. If they're open anyway, I'm assuming that's, that's a that's a good point. You know, even if they're not open, I I know the guy and we could stop by his home. The, the Pelican is a pub, so it is opening just about now okay. for lunch for people. Um, all right. You guys close up shop and you walk over to the Pelican and step inside. It's a beautiful old, uh, you know, kind of a dark wood interior with uh, um, that warm sort of. Uh, rum smell to everything and the lights are not particularly bright and there's people uh, a few people you know sitting around uh, doing whatever they do reading their newspapers or whatever and the bartender um, uh, named John Red is up there uh, and he sees you coming on he says oh, be here for lunch folks good morning Hi. Mr. Red morning, how are you Red. all doing how are you doing Bobby Good, sir. Good. What can I do for you? We were wondering if you'd seen Dirk last night. Yeah, he was here last night. Um, you what? seem different in an odd manner. Different. Anything especially weird past 9 p.m.? 
Well, I mean, I've seen him, you know, on his good days and his bad days. I'd say last night was a good day. He seemed kind of, I don't know, interested, excited about something, but he wouldn't say what. Just, uh, um, I got the impression that he was going to go out, but uh, I mean, he didn't say anything more than that. What time did he leave? Last maybe night, about ten o'clock. Okay. Now, yeah. Red, did he? Uh, did Dirk go out with anyone, or did he go out alone? Well, I don't know. I wasn't really paying that close attention. He might have gone out with a couple of the boys. Um, If he was going to go out fishing at night, you know, he might take somebody with him. I don't know. Yeah, it's dangerous around these parts, especially with the fog at night. We don't see any of the, you know, the boys here in the pub, do we? Mm -hmm. No, no. I mean, most people this time of day that are here are are probably, uh, you know, some of the old folks. Um, yeah no I don't know I don't know if he took anybody with him or not Um, today was a fleet day so I'd be surprised uh, I'm surprised that he was going to go out last night didn't see his boat tied up this morning and he wasn't out with the fleet how how were the conditions last night Leon fairly calm yeah I mean, it was it was foggy like it usually is, but there's no storms or anything like that. Um, in fact, probably up there in the sky right now, there's no clouds. It's just this this damn fog. What's it going on noon? And we still got it. It's not burning off this time such, of year. Such is the life in Gravesport, my man. Well, if I hear anything or if I see him, I'll tell him you're Please looking do. for him. Thank you. Keep the scuttlebutt on us, yeah? I'll pass the word around. Much appreciated, Red. All right, so what do you want to do next? Lads and lass, want to take my boat out? Yes, I think I think that's what we have to do, Leon. I And I really appreciate I know that, you know, your day's wages are, you're, you're sacrificing that for me, and I, and I appreciate that. It's worth it for my friend. I've got enough for a rainy day saved up to afford this. It's worth it. Okay. So you step outside. Everything is cool and wet. Foggy. Um, Your visibility is about 30 or 40 feet. Uh, You walk down the short road. Uh, You get to the dock. Of course, the, the the dirt road turns into wooden planks as you get to the dock and the sound of your feet clanking on the, the wood it's a very familiar sound and you can hear gulls making their usual noises and uh, you can see all the fleet most of the fleet's gone fleet's not huge fleet's just you know a couple of dozen boats um, and the place where uh, the Margaret which is the name of Dirk's boat uh, is usually parked. It's nothing there. Um, the only boat that is there right now is uh, uh, is Leon's boat. And uh, maybe down at the other end of the, the dock, there's an old wreck that's been there for you know, a couple of years that nobody's ever fixed up. Um, you, you get up to the where it's moored and you guys climb on board. You guys all kind of know your way around of a boat. Um, 
I mean, Dr. Ellis probably knows the least, but he's not unfamiliar with you. You live in a fishing village, so he's, he's at least somewhat uh, familiar with it. And you, uh, uh, now, fishing boats in 1920s, uh, early 1920s, they're kind of a combination. You have a sail, but at the same time, you also have a, uh, um, a, a steam engine. So you can use the steam engine to get out there. And I, you don't do much sailing unless there's wind and there's not much wind. So people get out there. And then your, your ship has a couple of big booms where you have the nets and you control the nets behind you and catch fish. Um, so the, the ship sort of, you know, sputters to life and starts out into the water. And uh, you guys are all holding on. Uh, and within just a couple of minutes, you are in that isolated, uh, empty nothingness that's just water and, uh, and fog. Uh, but you've got your navigation. You know, what you're, you know where you're going and what you're doing. And you head out into it. Um, now, you said something about visiting the fleet or visiting uh, his spots that he tends to go to. What so Dirk has taken me fishing for a few times. So I feel like, think, yeah. like I'd be able to point out where the fishing spots are with my own, like my instinct at this point, because I haven't seen him since last night and I was out on the fleet that I, I feel inclined more to check the spots first. Okay. There are a lot of little, um, I don't know what you would call them. They probably have a technical name, but little cubbies along the coast, you know, where, People park their boats and go fishing. Uh, coves, I guess, is what they're called. Um, so you start going in and out of the coves. Uh, you you have to, uh, you all sort of have to work, well, less the doctor. Uh, the doctor's there with Margaret, but uh, Leon, you're driving the boat. And Bobby, you're sort of up on the, the front end of the boat, um, keeping an eye out. Uh, maybe, maybe uh, Dr. Ellis, you and Margaret are in the back, keeping an eye out, uh, hoping that you hear something, because you're probably more likely to hear a boat, uh, or the you know there's like a bell on the boat that might be ringing if it's rocking in the in the water. Um, you go in and out of the coves. Uh, you work your way out there quite a ways, and nothing, nothing seems to be showing up. You do run across a few other fishing boats uh, that are part of the fleet uh, and they tell you they haven't seen Dirk. Eventually, you're out there for about two and a half hours and um, the fog has still remained fairly thick. Um, that's a little unusual, but it's not unheard of this time of year. Um, everybody, well, Dr. Ellis, Bobby and Margaret do listen rolls. Good luck. Leon, you can't really hear because you're like right there over. Oh yeah, I'm right by the steam <laughs> engine. I've 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 only got that Ask. in my ears. Forty nine over forty. I could spend nine luck if uh, I think Doctor Ellis heard. Oh, okay. You hear that? You hear what? You hear a bell, sort of. In the and it's not ringing, it's just occasionally ding, ding, 
that sounds over, like a bell like to the, the yeah, starboard over, side. Oh, over the starboard side point. So Leon, you kind of bring it around. You start drifting in that direction and you don't want to crash because your visibility is not that. So you, you kind of slow down. And all of a sudden, looming out of darkness up ahead, uh, you see a, a fishing boat. Uh, and as you get a little closer, you can tell it's the Margaret. Oh, And it's, it's just sitting there in the water. It's the Margaret. It's the Margaret. That's Dirk's boat. No Dirk, I'm assuming. Well, you don't see Dirk, and you don't. But he, it could be that we just don't see him, like because he, he could be below decks. Could be below. He could be on yeah, the I other side of the of, the, of okay. the the steerhouse. Um, so, so shouting, Mister Dirk, Mister Dirk. Okay, there's no answer, but you don't see the anchor. The anchor is not down. Oh um, God! As you bring the boat around your boat around his boat. Um, there seems to be some damage. And the damage is done to the railing that goes around the, the deck. Um, part of it seems to be smashed. There seems to be uh, a break in the hull itself, not down in the water, but up above. And the place where the anchor uh, normally uh, attaches. That's been kind of wrenched loose, and the chain itself is snapped. It's broken. And uh, as Bobby's yelling, there's no response. What kind of fish did he serve up? That does That's... it look? Does it look like he crashed against something, or or more That's... like he, he like the, 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 do the damage look like more organic? Well, as you get closer, do um, let's see what what kind of role do you think would uh, maybe natural world to me- see if mechanical or uh, natural world might work. On um, try to assess the damage. Oh, double oh one. Mm. So. Oh, wow. So what you can okay. see, yes, <laughs> <laughs> for that role and nothing else. Bobby knows his fishing stuff. As you come up, it's it's kind of odd. It looks as if uh, part of the railing was torn away. Part of it looks like it was literally smashed down flat onto the, the area. The boards are smashed in places. Uh, you can see there's actually an exposed hole going into the lower deck. Um, fortunately, it's above the water. Um, the chain is snapped off, um, and there's a, a lot of the paint on that side has long scrapes in it, as if it like ran up against something or got pushed up against something and scraped. Um, Mister Blake, this this doesn't look right. What 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 can do this to a ship? You can think I... maybe something, maybe a bigger ship crashed into it. But that, the bigger ships are in this area. I don't know. I mean, maybe some company's trying to do some, some Pinkerton shit and try and usurp us. But I, I've never seen anything exactly like this. Like I see scratches and I see smashed down and and there's things pushing the railing in. It, it, it's like it's coming from everywhere. 
Well, whatever it is, it looks bad. So I'm going to ready my medic bag, my yeah, doctor's bag, and kind of, I, I want to climb aboard. So just to see if anyone's below deck. So you pull, okay. the doctor, yeah. you pull up um, broadside to the boat and you have some like gaffing hooks. You reach out and grab the other boat. And uh, one of you has to, you know, hop across with a rope and tie it to the mooring so that the both boats now hooked together. Um, who's going first onto the boat? Quick question. Quick mm-hmm. question. Um, being, I've got some points into sea uh, lore. So, but okay. like seeing all of this and being it unrecognizable, I want to say a quick prayer to whatever sea gods or forces or the sea itself, you know. Okay. Uh, seeing this, I'm unnerved. And I, and I want to make the sea aware that that's what's going on. Okay. Um, but if anyone else, unless anyone is really adamant about going, I'm willing to go first. You probably hop across to, to secure it to the boat. Bobby probably is with you. The other, the other two of you step over, and um, you've, you've secured yourself on the opposite side so that you're on the good side of the boat. Um, you step across the deck, and before you can actually walk around the hold to get to the, the other side, you can see that there is something on the deck um, it looks like um, like algae or, or something, except that it's yellow. It's kind of this yellowish slime. Um, to you and I, it would look like mustard uh, has been smeared on the deck. And it's all over uh, it's all over where it was smashed, and it's up and down the deck, and it's going towards the uh, 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 the stairs going down into the uh, hold. So let me kind of describe the boat for you. You've got the boat itself, and there's a lower deck. And in the back, you'd go down the boat, you'd go all the way across the lower deck, and there would be the like the engine room, which is really kind of a hatch in the floor where the, the engine sits. Um, if you're on the deck, there's also a wheelhouse that comes up. So you go upstairs to a little wheelhouse where you would steer the boat and control the engine. So that's basically the boat itself. Um, so what do you guys want to do? See this slime. What is that? Have you ever seen anything like that? Are you, Leon, have you ever seen anything like this? I nothing. can't say I have. It's, this is, I'm going to like, you know, reach down and scoop someone on my finger and give it a good look. I've I haven't it, seen anything um, like this. It has an odd smell. Um, definitely it smells kind of as like the sea smells. Um, but it's got kind of, a, I don't know, a musty um, sort of organic smell uh, like mushrooms or something like that. Whatever it was, it either is or or was alive and it's from the sea but I'm I'm not familiar with whatever the hell this is maybe some weird kind of algae I'm gonna scrape it off my hand get it back to where it goes on the deck you said it leads into the wheelhouse 
or no, down no, below not, deck? It doesn't go up into the wheelhouse, but it does go down into the... Down deck, okay. All right, I want to check out the wheelhouse just to see if no one's if anyone's unconscious up there. Okay, so I'm gonna head up um, there. Uh, you go up to the wheelhouse. The wheelhouse isn't very large. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've probably seen it in movies. You just there's a standing room up there mostly. Okay. Uh, you get up there. Um, everything seems to be fairly in order. There's the, you know, the uh, the steering wheel, steering wheel, and the mechanical things mm-hmm. to do it and all of the stuff to control the wenches and things like that. Um, nothing really seems out of place. Yeah. So no signs of struggle. I no say, signs uh, of struggle. Yeah. No. Everything looks, uh, looks okay up here, Maggie, but no Dirk. There also seems to be plenty of gas still in the, in the boat. I mean, what you'd expect for it being out for a while. Yeah. Uh, but she, she's been adrift for a bit. Well, if we don't, I'm going to, you know, walk the upper deck and then move to go down to the lower deck okay. if nothing catches my eye. Are, are there nautical lanterns or, or anything that we could grab to take below deck, like if it's dark? Um, yeah, sure. Um, it's probably got electricity. Oh, okay. So, at the very least, I'd imagine at least one of us is a flashlight. Yeah, I'm sure. That's fine. All right. So... Um, Margaret, you're walking around the deck. Uh, Dr. Ellis, you went up to the wheelhouse. Leon and, and Bobby, what are you doing? As uh, I'll follow Miss Margaret. Okay. And Leon? Um, I'd follow them below deck. Okay. So they sort of do a survey of the ship. It definitely looks like something moved around the deck and left this yellow slime where it went. Um, all right, you get to the stairs going down. Who wants to go down first? If you lads are fine with me going first, I mean, it's my my closest friend down there. But if, Margaret, if you want to take the initiative, it's your call. Yeah, I know this ship pretty well, too, so... Okay, Miss Margaret, you go first. Feel free, Bobby, if you... All right, then I'll all right. Sort of rush forward. So, Bobby, you you step down the stairs and you realize there's this yellow slime on the stairs as well. Um, So you have to kind of hold on to to keep from slipping. Um, Inside the boat, uh, there is disarray. Um, Things have been smashed. Uh, Things have been uh, shoved over to the side. Um, And there is a trail of this yellow slime shit going down the middle of the boat towards where would be the engine room at the back. I say engine room. It's not really a room. It's, you know, it's a hole in the floor where the the engine, you can work on it. Um, uh, And as you go farther back, there's a lot more of this stuff. Uh, It's it's almost got uh, an, it's an orangey yellow, a very lemon sort of yellow color. Um, everybody do spot hiddens that's down there. Dr. Ellis, you, uh, you're upstairs. Are you going to come down? Um, I'm actually going to look around in the water to see if there's any more of that algae. Okay. Uh, um, you don't see any, but you do see bits of it going uh, along the side that's smashed. Mm-hmm. 
I'll spend so, three points to make the spot hidden a regular success. Okay. Luckily, I have, a, I have a 50 in spot hidden, so a 98 is not a fumble. Okay. <laughs> um, Leon, Leon, you are working your way towards the back. Um, you want to check and see if the engine is still in working order. Um, of course. Uh, how did you do, Bobby? Uh, Bobby failed at 52 over 45. Okay, so you're you're kind of with Leon. You want to help and and fix. Margaret, you're you're looking more closely around. Um something odd strikes you as you're looking and you've you've kind of almost gotten used to the yellow slime that's all over the place. But there are places like where um, a, a support post goes into the floor where the stuff is kind of accumulated, uh, you know, around the bottom of the pole. And you notice that there are little things in the yellow slime. You notice there, you notice it over by the bunk. Um, and as you look closer, it's almost like you're looking at, if you've ever seen frog eggs, mm -hmm. little tiny clear spheres with little black dots in the middle that are sort of in this. It's like tapioca pudding. It's very appetizing. Oh, do you all look at this? Look how bizarre. What? I'm looking at the engine. What's going on? Look, look. Well, come here. Come here. Look at this. It that frog eggs? This isn't this isn't a good environment for frogs. You realize now that everywhere where you see that yellow stuff, here and there in the yellow stuff, you see these eggs, like something was, you know, like fish eggs or something that had been mm. spread around. Leon, as you open up the hatch and look into the engine, uh, you see that it's been damaged. I now okay when it comes down to damage is it like well, that's the weird thing it doesn't look like somebody took something and cracked it or, or hit it or anything it's almost like there's pieces of the metal have been wrenched back and pulled something that a human wouldn't be able to do unless you had a crowbar or something okay so it's like sabotage but on an inhuman level yeah and that's also the this now you you got light coming in from outside because this is where the the side of the boat is smashed it's like something really wanted to fuck the boat up i don't know what you're talking about with 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 eggs back there margaret but there's something fucking weird going on back here where's where's ellis ellis Yep. Ellis, come see. All right. I'm coming down. And I kind of hold the, the Ellis, handles. Ellis, do a, do, a, do a power roll. Sure. Uh-oh. Here we go. Ooh, 62 fail. Okay. Um, you come down the stairs, and you're about halfway to where they are when you kind of realize that You've been walking through all this nasty, slimy, yellow stuff, and the whole germs thing pops into your mind like, oh, shit. 
You know, who knows what that shit is? And then Margaret shows you the eggs. Oh, uh, gonna get some uh, some alcohol from my bag and just like start washing. Just it's just frogs or something, Ellis. Don't frogs. What kind of frogs live in the ocean? Ocean frogs. Not damn normal frogs. Yeah. I yell from the engine room. Yeah, what is what is this? I mean, fish eggs are kind of like that too, right? Like those collections yeah, of kind of. Yeah, yeah. They I are. mean, do any of you have natural world? I yeah. have a forty yeah, I'll, I'll in natural world. Uh, yeah. You want to roll forty? Sure. No. Ooh. Um. Oh my god! I have rolled two ninety-eights in a row. <laughs> I am changing yeah. dice. This is not thirty-two. Good. It doesn't over look 40. like any fish eggs you've ever seen. <laughs> that that ain't fish, lads. <laughs> thirty-two over forty. Thirty-two over forty. Okay. Yeah, you've never seen. I mean, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's something that you you've heard about, maybe like almost like caviar, because mm. they're little. They're little fish eggs. Frog eggs Ooh, can actually be did, pretty big, but right. do you think we can eat them, Mister Blake? I would not recommend that, mm. son. It's just it's weird. I, you know, in all honesty, from when I'm looking at them, they might be edible. With my ninety-eight, which is <laughs> a fumble because I only it's have delicious. in natural world. Now, as your town doctor, I recommend highly against that. Uh, yes, do you ever sir, figure Mr. out what happened to the engine, uh, Leon? You know, the thing about it is, is it's, it's been mangled. Mangled? Not, not in a way that if it looks like someone took a crowbar and just screwed the whole thing up it's not it's not it's not right Leon, so there's do, a, an, do an idea roll idea roll okay yeah let's hope it i don't get like a foul play okay i'm from 98 to 09 okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> it, it dawns on you as you're looking at the damage if you wanted to sabotage a boat you would know exactly what to do. Whatever this was didn't have a clue what they were doing. They were just randomly trying to tear tear things apart. Looking looking at these more closely, lads, it's whoever did this didn't know what the hell they were doing. They were just trying to cause us as much damage as they could conceive. There's no no rhyme or reason to it. It's just it's just an idiot did it. But 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 we're Sturk. Are there That's any a other Very rooms down good here? question. No. Okay, it's just this no. open space. Okay. Hmm. Well, there's definitely some foul play and at this point I would agree, considering mm-hmm. looking at what's going on here with this engine. You know, Dirk, uh, Dirk and I never uh, saw eye to eye, but he's still family. No one messed with my family. Nobody messed with Gravesport. Mm-hmm. Margaret, you? do an idea roll. This has been more than bad. All right, well, let's see. Uh, oh, no, that's a regular pass. Okay. Okay. Um, you suddenly remember that uh, Dirk keeps a log. 
up in oh. the fish up in the well in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Log. The log. He keeps the log. Let's go see. Maybe he wrote something down. Why will he keep the piece of wood at the oh never mind? <laughs> it's his favorite piece of wood. Only the best. Sexy. Lucky. Hard. <laughs> I'm going up to the whale. All right. House. Yeah. Um, I don't want to stay down below deck either. So um, I, I, I feel would like, like I'm kind of would like you fascinated. All, yeah. Yeah, but I would like you all to do kind of a sanity roll. Yeah, do a sanity roll because Dirk's missing. That makes There's sense. Slime. Yeah, I, I definitely smoke. think there's something not right here. Uh, um, failed. Nope, failed. Okay, if you failed, just no. Do a uh, do a one d six, but then divide it in half. So. Oh, okay. So D3. it's a one d three. It's a one d three. Right. I pass. Uh, if you pass, I got one. I got a two. I have 50 sadly to start with for some reason, so I'll go along with that, but I pass. You know, you're better than me, so. <laughs> yeah, I got a two. So you're um, unnerved. What? You're, you know. Um, do, do you, sorry. Do you think something could have, like, whoever whoever rammed into him and did all this damage, do you think maybe they took him? Oh, God, I hope. Otherwise, what? They threw him overboard or something? I don't. I don't. This doesn't seem like it was coordinated. If this was planned, I I, I would hope they have boat knowledge or else a bunch of idiots got in this boat. But it's. To what purpose? He doesn't carry money or anything valuable on here. They've torn up the boat. They left it. I don't. No, no. We fishermen don't really make bank if you get what i'm meaning let's go look at the log yeah i would agree you think it might be the big fish companies like the 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 the, the you know it's possible maybe they've hired some of those damn pinkertons to Um, scare us off if you want an answer to that the big fish companies will just ultimately buy you out they wouldn't bother to do anything like this they will eventually buy you out, probably. Um, I mean, that's the obvious answer, but in character. Right. Well, that makes sense. Um, so, Margaret, you head on up to the wheelhouse and you grab his logbook. Now, um, his logbook, uh, it shows entries for the days that he's gone fishing this week and last week and, and so forth. And he he writes down the the haul that he's getting out. Um, yesterday, uh, or rather the day before yesterday, it shows that he went out uh, and he came back and he didn't have any any fishing, no fish, uh, which is kind of odd. Um, Leon and Bobby also do idea rolls for me. Okay. Um, um, ooh, that I think is a hard success. Okay, that is correct. Yeah, Bobby oh. failed, he's not that bright. Okay, but you're, you're with Leon. Um, you guys realize there's no fish in the hold, so he didn't do any fishing. Mm, whatever was going on here, lads, 
He didn't get any fish before it. I see no salmon or albacore tuna in these holds. Disney but he was really happy yesterday. He was. He was in the best of spirits. Does the location in the log match where the boat is now? No. The boat's obviously been drifting. Drift. It's drifting. Um, do, a, do a spot hidden for me, Margaret. This really is determined. That is a hard success. Hard success. Okay. So you're, you're flipping through the book, and you realize that towards the back, there is a, a, a loose a piece of torn paper that uh, looks like Dirk has scribbled something on it. Um, it looks like this. Going to be rich. And then a set of coordinates, 48, 32, 24 north, 125, 49, 12 west. Do we have charts um, from the from the wheelhouse that we can see I've got, where? Sure. I've got a good amount of navigate. Yeah, I've got seventy in navigate. So I'm now Margaret's seen sense. this by herself. You guys are still she is. Oh. She is. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps it to herself. We never know. No, I look at this, Leon. I maybe Dirk is still there. I, I, I don't know. Let me look at these fishing maps last. Let Even me. If it's just to find a damn body, at least I I know. But how did his boat get here? If he's there, oh, drift it, it drifted. Well, it don't got that anchor on it. So Leon, as you look at this, and it it becomes, I mean, it, you're kind of confused because the area that it's pointed to, there's nothing out there. There's. See, this is weird because I don't know why he would go out there with that uh, uh, Margaret could you let me see that, that 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 exact paper it's quite a ways out it's maybe another um, 100 miles out to sea that's really out there gonna gonna get did, did, did you this seems like nonsense like something you could see out of a, a storybook gonna get rich go a 100 miles out there that what got into him? Was that what he was happy about at the bar? Well, Are maybe any... old Dirk did find something. I may, I may yep. have exaggerated that a little bit. Let's let's say it's about two hours from here. <laughs> okay, okay. Still, I don't know how many miles that would be. And... Are there any legends, like Graveport like... legends, around uh, about that area of the sea? Or hey, I've got crazy thirty-five islands? in sea lore. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blake, are there any legends around that part of the sea or, or, or like people getting lost or, or like old pirate stories? Maybe pirates. <laughs> Tom, can I roll seal? Sure, sure. <laughs> please. You got it. Why please, not? please. Fumbles dice, and please. tells an entire tale about it. That is a, that's actually a hard success with the 17. <laughs> This area does have some interesting legends, mostly about mermaids, about sea people living at the bottom of the sea, um, strange creatures seen off in the mist. Um, but you know, those kind of things you find everywhere. Um, uh, stories of uh, uh, empty ships, that uh, you know have 
food cooking on the stove and cigarettes lit and no crew. Those legends were in around too. Um, but nothing specifically for this area. As far as you know, it's like there's nothing out there. At the, at the most, there could be like a, a sandbar or something that's not on any charts. Uh, but that's not likely. Not out that far. You've, you've got, you know, your usual legend and nonsense about mermaids and sea people. But if you ask me, what it would be is a sandbar anomaly. And I bet a pirate 300 years ago buried his treasure out there. Wow. Somehow, Dirk found the treasure map. So Dirk's a pirate now? Oh my god! Well, For heaven's I mean, sake, he's missing, and we're talking about mermaids and bluebeard. Let's get out of here and go, please. I agree. Bag I am right. just simply presenting the possibilities. Why else would he say these obscure coordinates and say, "I'm rich"? Come on, there's something out there. Well, most importantly, he could be hurt, so we better get going. I w- I definitely please. agree. Yes. <laughs> Leon, as as you're thinking about it, maybe Dirk said something last night about things are going to change for him. Like things are going to change for him and Margaret. Maybe you know, he meant about being rich. That's what he seemed in such a good mood. He wouldn't say anything about it, though. Um now, question, what do you do with Dirks, with the Margaret? Well, if you tried to keep it attached to you, it I would it's not gonna work take right twice now. as long yeah, it's gonna take a to get in. Engine's busted anyway. However, you do know kind of where it is. Um, but, it's, but it doesn't have its anchor, away, so it's got potential yeah. to drift. It'll, right? it'll eventually drift into one of those coves along the coast and Okay, so around, but we'll have rest of the know, the rest of the townies come out and search for it. But Dirk's more important right now. Do we? We don't have any means of communication to the mainland, do we? I don't we think radios. You know, I know there's such a thing as like radiograms, but I don't think my ship has that. I don't know. It might be that you do have radio, but I don't know that it works this far out. You guys have been out for a yeah. couple of hours. Um. All right. So you're gonna you're gonna head for the coordinates. I feel like that's the wisest yes. decision right. because this ship is already kind of screwed up. It's uh, and Dirk's more important. Do, do we see any of the eggs getting or onto our boat? Like you know, because we're parked sort of next to it. Nothing, Nothing like got contaminated, right? No, you're actually parked on the other side. So okay. There's no there. Um, what you some of you were not particularly careful. Actually, none of you were particularly careful. In fact, Leon played with the stuff. So, um, but no, you haven't. You haven't physically brought any of it onto your boat. Okay. Oh, I'm going to die, aren't I? We all die sometime, Mister Blake. Um, anyway, all right. So you start. Um, you start heading. Uh, towards the coordinates, and it's going to take another couple of hours. Now, you started out right about noon, uh, so it's probably going to be late afternoon 
when you get to the coordinates. I mean, you guys aren't afraid of the dark. And um, I mean, that, that sort of thing doesn't bother you. So whatever. Um, but it's, it, it'll be dark uh, probably, you know, six or seven this time of year. As you're traveling, um, oddly enough, the fog doesn't let, let up. In fact, it kind of gets thicker as you go, which is kind of weird for the afternoon. Um, Leon, you start to get apprehensive. Uh, if there was something out at the, those coordinates, you certainly don't want to run into it. Um, so you're, you're kind of taking it cautiously. And uh, Bobby and, and Margaret are keeping their eyes out ahead to see if they can see anything. Um, something in the air changes as you're going. Something subtle, but something that reminds you um, as if you were getting closer to shore. You know, just that sort of the way the sound bounces off of things up ahead of you. It's weird in the fog because it's much stronger in the fog. Um, you think you start to hear the sound of uh, seabirds, which would also be another indicator that you might be approaching solid ground, but there shouldn't be any solid ground out in this area. And then the next thing that hits you is a smell. And it smells, now it's, I don't know that you would call it a pleasant smell, but you are fishermen, so you're used to it. But it's definitely the smell of dead fish, um, seaweed on the shore. Um, it sort of drifts in your direction. And then suddenly, out of the fog ahead of you, a black sort of shadow looms up and you think that you're going to possibly hit something ahead. So you slow the boat down, but there's nothing there except the shadow and you start creeping forward and creeping forward and creeping forward and gradually out of the fog, there is a rocky shore. Um, it, it, it seems almost composed of, of black, slimy rocks. Um, there's no shore, like there's no sand. Um, and you can see that things are covered in seaweed. And uh, you could definitely hear the sound of uh, seabirds, uh, possibly eating dead fish. Um, it smells a lot like dead fish, too. And as you come up, as you come up to it, uh, you realize that the only way you could actually get onto this thing, because it comes right up out of the water, um, is you'd have to find a place where you could climb out. And you'd actually be kind of climbing up out of your boat, if you, unless you can find a place where you can park your boat. Um, uh, so you start circling it. Um, and that's when you realize that it's much much bigger than what you'd expected. You thought 
maybe it was a big jutting rock, but it's got a shoreline that seems to be going on and on. Um, it's gently curving. You're sure it must be an island, but you don't find any good place to park your boat. Um, everybody do spot hidden. All right, so we channel that 09 to the 98. Ooh, 18, 18. Okay. I got a regular, I got a yeah. regular pass. So got a hard. Okay. Um, those of you who are looking for a place, uh, those of you who passed, you suddenly notice a place where there is a piece of chain uh, which is dangling off a rock and you realize that it's the other end of Dirk's anchor. Look, look, it's the anchor from the Margaret. You can also see that on the black rocks, there are white scrapings of the paint from the side of his boat. And uh, you think that this could be a spot where you could get off. It wouldn't be easy. You'd have to climb up out of the boat if you had a ladder it would be way easier um but uh can i jump on the rope and like tie something for the rest of the people to get off easier you can right, yeah. you wanna, i mean you, you want to talk about not tying i'm an expert on that i'm better at jumping you're old mr blake what you're going to have to Fair do enough. more is you're going to have to attempt imagine if you will here's the deck and you're standing on the deck and the rock face is like this. So it's like going straight to, yeah, right up next to it and then try to climb up. Straight the, parallel. Um, and it's rocky and craggly and um, sharp looking. So uh, did you want to make an attempt to climb up? I could tie a rope around myself and then climb up. So if I get high enough, yeah. then, you know, I could if help. And, and the worst it, thing is you're going to fall. If you fell, you would land on the deck. If in any way, shape, or form, the knot could prevent a negative, I'm willing to tie some kind of knot to make sure it's secure. And I'll boost you up, son. Thank you, Mr. Ellis. Thank you, Mr. Blake. I will climb. Anything for Dirk. With the boost, that that actually helps a lot. Um, You've you've dropped anchor so that you can keep the boat in one spot. Bobby, do a climb roll, but do it with a, um, I guess you can do, excuse me, do a jump roll, but you can do it with a, a bonus. Okay. I jump is 60. That's why I suggested that. Well, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, I got 57 on the first roll. Let's see. Okay, so uh, you've passed. Good. Right. Yeah. You just want to so, see if you've passed spectacularly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see how I do. All right. So the 57 becomes, ooh, 007. Oh, nice. Ooh. So I'm like Mario. Yeah. He just so like, backflips up, like, oh. up there. You're, you're doing parkour. You grab right. that rock. And it's like parkour, parkour, up. parkour. I'm up. Um, once you're up, you see that what you're standing on is a small island. Uh, and it definitely moves away from the shore and then goes up. Like oh, wow. a, maybe like an old volcanic island or something. Um the, the most of the rock is black. Uh, there is a lot of slimy seaweed all over it, and a lot of dead fish, uh, and thus a lot of uh, seabirds that are eating the dead fish. 
Um, you secure a rope, and uh, I'd say without much trouble and a, and a helping hand, you can help everybody get up onto the thing. So let's have you have those of you who are still climbing up just roll, and if you, we'll see if you fumble, you you fall back. Uh, climb. Just just roll, oh, and if you oh, get a ninety nine, then you fall back. That's an 05, so I'm okay. Good. Oh, good thing it's ninety nine because I rolled a seventy four. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's fine. So you guys get up on on top, and you look around, and the 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 fog is almost like a miasma. It's sort of swirling a little, and it's the the sunlight uh, since the sun is getting lower in the in the sky has kind of turned it all kind of a hazy yellow as you're you're looking at as you're looking you can't see very you can't see particularly far um there's no plant life other than the dead plants um and the smell of dead fish is pretty strong is there any lake why would there be dead fish so far up here yeah they're all over the ground is there any kind of roll, Tom, that I could do to assess that kind of concept of why there's so many dead fish? Like a rising seabed, whatever, right? You can do your occult. Occult? Uh, or your, okay. I'm not yeah. sure, your, your sea lore. Sea lore. I'll just double check what I... Um, I actually have higher occult than sea lore. Let's see Either if one. It, Well, regardless of what it is, I rolled an 82, so okay. nope. <laughs> so you are convinced this is one of the legendary floating islands that just popped up, and that, that must explain why there's dead Bobby, this, what this is, you know, I've, I've heard many what? stories from the sea of these ideas. Yeah, Mr. Blake? These islands that just rise up when the gods give it an idea. This it, island rose up, and all these fish just got propellered. Is, is this they, where the pirate hit their treasure? Yes, yes, it must be. Why else would there go here? The pirate treasure must be here. The gods are working with the pirates. Quite possibly. Hide their treasure. Quite possibly, lad. Wow. You, we're on the right track. We're going to be rich. I've in the 40. That's my excuse. Uh, Looking I mean, for I, signs of Dirk. Mine's not better. If you two are quite finished, I'm sure Dirk is somewhere around here and the boat just drifted away while he was up here. Poppycock. Yeah. How, how, so how long did, did it take for us to get here? About like an hours. hour? That, that? An hour and a half. Two hours. Somewhere in there. Miss Margaret, that's a long way for a boat to drift. Well, all I can do is look for Dirk and that's what I'm going to do. And I'll do everything I can to help you, Mom. I mean, Miss Margaret. <laughs> is there any sign of that uh, egg-filled yellow algae up here? Not not where you are. You don't see okay. anything like that. Um, looking out over the landscape, it's hard to see very far, not only because of the fog, because there's a lot of craggly rocks. You know, it's not, it's not a flat surface. Uh, you'd have, you have to kind of be careful making your way around. There's also, you do notice that there are places on the rock where there are barnacles and, um, things that you would expect to be under the sea. Uh, so you, you, you know from experience, you need to be careful so you don't cut yourself because they're razor sharp, some of them. Um, all right, are you going to do a little exploring? 
All right. Yes. You start moving around and you realize there's kind of a natural slope going up as you're going. Um, you can't really guesstimate how big the island is, but it might be as much as, you know, half a mile around uh, with a mountainous sort of thing in the middle of it. Um, you start making your way forward, and I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. Ooh, 38 over 40. I got over 45. Yeah. I failed. So, so as I'm doing that, I'm going to ask Doc Ellis, Doc Ellis, do you have anything in case we do cut ourselves? These are pretty sharp. Oh, yeah. Yes, son. I've got bandages. I've got morphine if it's really bad. You know, alcohol. How did you, Doc Ellis? You got, did you get a heart? I got a heart. You got a heart. All right. And uh, Leon, did you see anything? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even think I was spotted. I just got a 007 on, I think, what okay. is a 50. Right. <laughs> so, Dr. Ellis, um, you're, you're not really in the front of the group. Uh, Margaret, I think, is most worried. So she's looking around. Are you, she's probably calling out as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Dr. Ellis, up ahead, um, a little to the side, and you see the glint of something gold, um, metallic gold, and it's small, and it's it's on the ground, and but it's 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 right at the edge of you know the fog. Um, Leon. You're a little worried about the strangeness of this island, and you keep looking back towards the boat, um, and you can only see the masts sticking up because there's a cliff, you know. Um, you think you see something yellow near a rock uh, towards the boat. Um, and you've got a really good, something is moving. Like something is in between those rocks and it's just sort of occasionally rearing up, but it looks bright yellow. Is that a sanity roll? Well, you don't know what it is yet, so not yet. It looks almost like, you know, a piece of safety gear or a pontoon or something that's kind of stuck in the rock, except that you're sure it's, it's, it's moving. Lads and lass, there's... Uh, look at that. There's there, something is, is moving. If he... Uh, points it out to you yeah. and he's got to kind of give you one of those things you see the sharp rock there that sort of looks like a fork and then right there there's something there um whatever it is seems to sort of come up over a rock it looks like it looks like a big sea slug 
Are, are there rocks around that I could pick up and be ready to throw at it? Um, sure. Okay. Now pick up a rock yeah. just in case. It's quite a ways away from you, you know. But, and you've seen, you know, weird things in the water before. There are sea slugs that are, there's one called a sea boot that's almost this big. But this looks much bigger. Like maybe three feet long and maybe a foot and a half thick. Um, and it's moving very slowly, like a slug over the rocks. And it's bright yellow or, or orange or whatever. It's bright yellow. And, and as you look at it, it's, it's almost banana yellow with um, black dots on it, um, like a slug or... It, it might be poisonous too, because didn't didn't you tell me, Mister Blake, that things aren't colorful unless they're not afraid of being eaten? I would agree. Those uh, yellows are warning color, lad. You ever? Well, they're not around here, but you ever heard of the coral snake? No, sir. What's that? Not a good thing you want to deal with. Can we eat it? Uh, no. Never mind the coral snake. I think I found what Dirk was looking for. Speaking, I point towards the gold. Speaking of eating, um, Blake, you find that you are quite thirsty. Um, you haven't um, you haven't drank anything uh, today, but you don't feel like alcohol. You feel like water. And Bobby, you also kind of you feel like you you've gone too long without drinking water um dr ellis i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you <laughs> uh go ahead all right so i think we found i found what uh dirk was looking for and i point towards the gold i saw through this thick fog well let's go have a look maybe maybe we'll find a sign of dirk there too yeah no, never mind no no slugs Doc Ellis and Margaret, as you guys walk in that direction, who is walking first? As soon as he pointed it out, I was I was walking. You were gone. You were on your way. All right. All right. Chasing after her. So what you see, Ellis, Dr. Ellis, is this. You see Margaret walking forward on the rocks. Of course, you guys are being careful not to trip and fall. Um, she sort of moves up and over a rock and she suddenly gasps, um, not so much in terror, but in a, just, just a general gasp. And as you take another step forward, what you see is Dirk uh, lying on the ground. Um, he is obviously dead. Um, He's laying with his hand, he's laying on his back with his hand sort of out like this, and laying next to his hand is this. Oh, dear. It's about a foot long, and it looks like it's made out of solid gold. So I'm going to run up to Dirk and go, Mr. Dirk, Mr. Dirk. Um, yeah. He is obviously dead. He seems to be desiccated, uh, as if he's dried out. And um, Dr. Uh, Olson, you can do a medical role. Okay. My God. 
So that is a 63 out of 70 uh, success. Yeah, it's, his skin has almost turned leathery. His musculature has pulled in. And there's a strange yellowish slime around his face with little black dots growing on his skin. Uh, Margaret and Dr. Ellis and everybody else, when you come running up, you can do sanity goals. Of course. I figured. Pass. 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 You don't have to mention your husband's death. You're hardy. (laughs) You know who failed. (laughs) Doc, did you fail? I, I succeeded. Oh, you succeeded. I, you all succeeded. Yeah. I never I, liked them. No, I yeah. failed. <laughs> That's oh, a guy with six points I had an 88 out of 38. All right. So those of you who passed, uh, do a uh, you know, 1D4. And uh, Leon, do a 1D6. All right, guys. If I roll a One. six, I'm indefinitely <laughs> insane. Let's hope we get that, eh? Ooh, I lost four. Okay, I dropped the die. <laughs> it landed on a six. Holy shit. <laughs> um, did it land on a six? Then do a. It did. A, it did. It dropped do an on intelligence the roll for me. Oh, intelligence boy. roll, Leon. They're not Vespas oh, or Oh, the fates are with me tonight, right. lads. Of course, I roll another nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Out of madness. Yeah, do witness, one D8. Witness. Do one D8 for me. <laughs> Do a what? 1d8. 1d8? Okay. Three. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's not a good sign. Do do a 1d4. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, where's my d4? I don't know what my d4 is. That's not good. I apologize. Actually, that makes total sense. I four four. You know what? You did exactly what I would have done anyway. So, um, you look at Dirk. You see that he's all dried up. You see that he's got this yellow shit on his face, and he's got little eggs growing, and. You see the giant slug thing over there, and you become hysterical that you are infected <laughs> with whatever it is. Whatever. I sifted. I sifted. I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> Easy there, Leon. Miss <laughs> Margaret? On I'm on the ground rolling around, just <laughs> laughing and rambling about. I sniffed it. I sniffed it. Slugs. Should, I try should, to sedate should, him. Should we do anything, Miss Mr. Olson? Yeah, can I try to sedate him with uh Yeah, you can try to sedate him. What would I can ha- I'll, I'll try and help right, hold, hold him hold, down. Easy. Uh, hold him down. I feel like I'm an insane state that I would try to resist. What can I like roll against whatever? You actually have no control over yourself. Okay, oh, fair enough. That's fair enough. Um so if like brawl or and strength spe- or? specific well, yeah, brawl is grapple. So right. you're trying to grapple them, Dr. Olson and Dr. And, and we, Bobby, you guys are trying to sort of restrain mm-hmm. him. You guys can roll uh, uh, 
Grab. Yeah, I okay. skipped the slug. Sixty-one slug. over sixty. I'll spend one luck to make that a pass. There's okay. a slug in my nose. Oh nice. no! I fumbled. Oh, okay. <laughs> you end up grappling me. I'm like, stop it, Doc. I'm the wrong guy. Doc, Doc Olson isn't actually built for restraining people, no. but Bobby's strong and young. So, Bobby, you're you're I managing like, to restrain him, Mister Blake. He's babbling about yeah. being affected. With- Maggie, Maggie, grab grab the mild tranquilizer. Snap the right arm. Snap the right arm. So that is going to last for. Uh, just three rounds. So, what, like a minute? About three minutes before you kind of. The slugs. The slugs. Tom, note that now I'm at my threshold. So, even if I lose one, Sandy, I'm going to go wacko again. Bobby, this is why you don't buy into the crazy stories, okay? (laughs) Keep your head on your shoulders. Those those pirates. And don't go drinking late at the pub with the boys, because these old sea dogs. Hey, hey, I went back early. There's there's pirates out here. They're they they buried something. I look. Ellis, let's. I want to look. I'm I'm looking at Dark's body. Like, just if there's anything. What could have caused this, Ellis? Do you think he ate? Do you think he ate those things or something, and this did this to him? Quite, quite possibly. He looks all dried up, but the sun hasn't been out, and it's been foggy all day. So, uh, and Leon, you were very thirsty. Damn it, Leon, you were very thirsty. (laughs) God, anybody got water? Bobby, you're a little thirsty too. Do we have any water, Miss Margaret? Surely we left with some fresh drinking water. Might have been on the boat. I'm heading back to the boat. Yeah, it would. It would. It would have to be on the boat. I got Leon. Leon, do a spot hidden for me, Leon. Beautiful. Come on, die. Okay, the die. The die. You've given me a grant of an eighteen and a fifty. I think that's just a hard pass. Okay, Uh, Leon, you you were very thirsty. You. Um, you know, let me go get some water and you take a few steps and you go maybe 20 feet from where they're standing back towards the boat. And you realize there are at least three of those large slugs between you and the boat. And they are slowly moving towards you. And they are a lot bigger than you thought they were. How, how big? Like four or five feet long maybe two or three feet thick, and they're moving very slowly, but they're definitely moving towards uh, you guys. The slugs! The slugs! They're, 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 they're a lot bigger oh, than they God's should sake. be. Ellis, let's, let's get Dirk onto the boat. We could take yeah. him home for a proper... I don't... Well, 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 care, what about careful that? around the mouth, though. The what about slugs! That? Bobby, grab that gold. Bobby, grab that gold. I don't know what that is. Grab that. Uh, I'll get a shirt or a piece of cloth or whatever, so I'm not touching it. And and yeah, Leon, we're going home. Come on, we're going home. Come on, come on, Mr. Blake. We'll we'll get water. We'll we'll get water. I'm gonna be like Dirk. Bobby, do a power roll. All right. All right. So that is a 67 over. 
Come on, Bobby. 60. I'll spend seven luck to pass, and I'm down to 62 luck. Uh, no, you're not going to spend okay. any. Okay. Um, you reach down and you wrap something around this, this thing, uh, and it's very heavy, um, which, which means that you know that it's probably solid gold. Uh, it's probably worth a fortune. Um, but something in your mind tells you that there's more and that it's farther up. Um, it's farther up towards the center of the island. Um, and you have kind of a compulsion. You really, you're, you're probably never going to come back here. So you really want to see what it is. Um, the rest of you, as you guys are, Leon's trying to keep himself together. And Dr. Ellis and Margaret, you're looking at the body and trying to figure out how you're going to transport it. You see Bobby pick that thing up and he wraps the cloth around it and he holds it like this to his chest. And he just starts walking away from you up the mountain. Bobby, what's gone into you? I can find more, Miss Margaret. Then, then we don't have to worry about the big fish company. With, with enough gold, you won't have to worry again. Oh my God! What is going on with everyone? You okay? Today? He found the pirate gold. My precious. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Well, I don't want him to hurt himself, so I'm going to go after him. I'll stay with Leon. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll leave my bag uh, with uh, with Dirk's body. Okay. So, Bobby, as you are walking forward, you're sure there's something up ahead. Dr. Ellis, you, you're kind of scrambling over the rocks. Bobby seems to be navigating them very well. Um, you are trying to catch up. And as you are um, sort of coming up and over a little rocky ridge and there's the cliffs up ahead of you of the, the where the higher part you can see that there is a door that is carved into the side of the cliff it's a very oddly shaped door and it also looks like it is made out of solid gold over here mr olson now, 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 son, there's, there's things in this world that you don't want to mess with. This the looks like one of them. In, in, in the door, there's more. Miss Margaret wouldn't need to worry again if we find enough gold. We should get out of here. Miss Margaret is in danger. Margaret and but, but Leon, we'll you can still back. sort of hear them, you know, up there arguing. Gold! <laughs> Mr. Blake, there's gold here. I'm running towards that. <laughs> I'm running after him. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, as you sort of clear this little ridge, you're looking, and up ahead of you, there is this door. And it's odd. It's, it's maybe, oh, 20 feet across and 20 feet high, sort of circular, but kind of an odd oblong shape. Um, it hasn't, a quality to it. There's there's carvings all over it, but you're still a little ways away from it. The shape of it, it's kind of one of those things where you look at it and you think, well, it's a circle. 
And then you sort of shift a little to the sides and you go, no, it's a, it's kind of an egg shape. It's, it's a little different. And you keep, as you're moving towards, you keep, you keep looking at it thinking, if I just get at the right angle, it'll make more sense. But it keeps frustrating you as you're getting closer to it. You can see that there are carvings on it as you come up. And the carvings are of strange sort of fish frog people and tentacled monstrosities and things like that. And they also have this sort of quality where they look sort of like, it's like a bas relief. It almost looks three-dimensional when you look at it. But when you shift your position, the, the you can almost make the creatures dance. You know, it's an, it's an optical illusion, but it's a, it's a remarkable optical illusion. Bobby, do a power roll. And while I'm doing that, is there, is there like a place I could put the key in or anything? Ooh, 72 over 60. Um, okay. So yeah. once again, here, you failed it. Um, you, you walk forward to the door and you sort of have the key in your hand and you're sort of looking around for a keyhole and you realize that something here, if you get at the right angle, the little dancing fish frogs sort of move to the side and there's definitely a hole there that looks vaguely like the shape of the end of your, your key. What do the rest of you do? You see him doing this. So we've all caught up, like yeah. Blake I've, and I I've seen I'd this. say also you guys can do a sanity roll because something's sure. really uh, wait, wait. Wow, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going well for me, but I mean, I see a gate of gold. My natural like Pass. instinct is to like extreme. Oh, you know, go for it. But I mean, yeah, um, I mean, if the door alone would get you millions. Of dollars, I mean, probably. I passed somehow, but if you know, I lose even one more yeah. point. It's about I passed, but I lost my pal too, so I probably okay. should have a bit. Okay, so what are you guys going to do? That's the point. I know that Bobby's Bobby's poised to put the key in. I mean, I, I'm indefinitely like insane, so I feel like my instinct is just running towards him and like, like, yes. You're not. You're it's not that pirate gold. So. <laughs> I, I'm gonna try and stop Bobby by like grabbing onto him, yanking him back. Okay. And I'm I, calling out. Yeah, stop. Yeah, we need what to get off doing? this island with Dirk. Dr. Ellis, do a um, brawl, grapple. You're trying to grapple him. Do I need to roll counter or? You can, yes, you can try to uh, dodge or dodge. fight back. Yeah. You don't well, really want to fight I mean, back. I would fight yeah. back. I'm just going to try to not let him, you know, grab me. Can I spend luck? On a fight. I got 17 out of 60, so probably shouldn't. No, I mean, unless he can afford you're, to look for an extreme you're trying to grab a hold of him and he's pulling away from you well i'm just like no no i i have to do this margaret there, there, leon did you want to try something help me i, I yeah, mean I'm, I'm running to help I, okay so my yeah. my okay. question is in that like you know i get up and i can see this this golden door right and like uh -huh. i see him like trying to open it you see him about to shove the key into the hole 
Yeah, well, I'm indefinitely insane. So my instinct is yes, yes, yes. Okay. Open it. So I'm I'm not doing anything. I'm just hands to my temples, grinning. Okay. I'm I'm running to tackle him if I can make it before he okay. does all that. So. Uh, you're going to try to tackle. Him. Go ahead and, and try to use a brawl, Bobby. Oh. You can try to dodge uh, that as well. Well, I, like I won't try to hurt Miss Margaret. I right. Can. You don't want to hurt anybody. You're just right. trying to grapple. You're not fighting. You're. Uh, is there, 25 over 60. Regular, is there, regular success. So. Is there a penalty die if you try and dodge more than one time in one round? Yeah, yeah, really. yeah. Oh, outnumbered, yeah. Diff, different people. He's he's pulling away. Yeah, I was like, okay. uh, uh, so I got a heart? I uh, just had a regular. So. Okay. So Bobby manages to push out of the like way. Miss Margaret. He, uh, he, ow, he, ow, he looks ow. at both uh, Dr. Ellis and Margaret with a look of like, you know, what? What? Are you, why are you stopping me? As he shoves the key into the hole. It's time to go home. We need to get Dirk's body and leave. Something is weird about this place, Bobby. Come on! And I'm like grabbing him to drag him away. Yes, come on, ma'am. come on. Um, so we're off this island. You're like just pulling me along. Bobby is grabbing a hold of the end of that like, key, it, and he it, he turns but, but, it, and there is a huge clank sound. And it almost sounds like like gears turning somewhere, clink, 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 like this. And the door begins to move upward. It, it's opening like like this, like open sesame. Um, as it opens, there is uh, something odd. The air itself that hits your face has no smell at all. It's completely... It's it's odd. It's almost as refreshing as it blows um, the the fish stench that's all around you away. Um, the hole opens, and the hole that the the tunnel is kind of the same shape as the door, um, but it's perfectly smooth, uh, and it seems to be descending. Um, at a slight angle, you know, maybe you know, five or 10 degrees, certainly something you could walk down without any difficulty. Um, everybody do spot hiddens. All right. Does it look smooth like someone built it or like um, something burrowed? Ooh, it looks... I, got, I got exactly an extreme. Yeah. Pass. Nice. Um, those of you who pass... Uh, happen to notice that there are more of those slugs on the uh, the island uh, moving in your direction. Uh, you have been moving faster than they do, but by now they're almost to where Dirk was. If, you know, whatever direction, like the slugs are approaching us, I am moving as fast as I can away from them. Okay, I'm, Wait, not, I'm not about that life. Bobby, to answer your question, um, I'm not going to make you roll for it. You you look at the walls. You touch the walls. You can't think of any process for creating this kind of a tunnel other than melting it into the rock because there are no seams. There are no blocks. Um, it's 
perfectly smooth. In fact, you can't even feel any, you know, it's almost got to feel like mother of pearl. Like it's maybe so it's. I wouldn't grown. imagine the giant slug burrowing through it or anything. Right. Even that you would think would leave some sort of trail right. through it. Um, you realize that you've probably got about 20 minutes before those slugs actually converge on the place where you are. The tunnel is dark, but you guys have sources of light and you can't see how far it goes. It seems to go in and curve slightly, almost in an organic manner. And Leon, you said you're running right in, correct? Yeah, so the thing is, is that like, you know, I'm indefinitely insane, so I'm acting kind of irrationally. And like, from how I'm imagining I'm processing these slugs, is it's basically just like demons. I need to get as far away of these things as I can. I'm out of here. Like, I am just going whatever the opposite away from them is. All right. So you go into the tunnel. Um, we'll say that you still have a source of light. Um, okay. There is almost a rainbow sheen to the walls as you go on. It's it's funny you you imagine almost as if you're descending into a seashell, a huge seashell as you're going. Um, I would like you to do a luck roll. Luck, yeah, mm, tasty. Um, hmm, that might be a pass. Let me just do. That is a 45 out of 50 success. Okay. Almost the same. Okay. Almost. <laughs> so you go running forward and you have no sense of danger except from those slugs. Uh, you seem to be, I mean, you're imagining yourself in some sort of gigantic conch shell and you run forward and just in the nick of time, you stop yourself from going forward where the tunnel drops off into nothingness. And there's a huge lightless chamber ahead of you that um, you would have plummeted had you gone forward. Um, what are the rest of you guys doing? Did oh you follow God. Leon as he ran in? Am I still compelled, Tom, to, to continue? Or? You no longer feel compelled. All right, Bobby, enough fun and games. We should uh, should get back to Gravesport. Yeah, okay. I'm concerned about the slugs and Dirk's body. So I'm actually, I'm going to go back there and try to at least but, but what shield it before Blake? taking care of Leon. Blake's an adult unlike you. so We will come back for him, Bobby. He'll be just... He'll be fine. We'll come back for him. Let me at least wrap up Dirk's body and then we'll come back and take care of Blake. Oh, yeah. Let's at least get it onto the boat. Yes, ma'am. If you want to go with him, go. I, but I need to do this. Oh, that is irresponsible. Bobby should stay with us. I'm sorry. Uh, Leon, what are you, are, are you going to say anything or are you just standing there quietly? 
Okay, so my question is, is uh, like compared to where I was, like at the entrance to this cave, so to say, right? Compared to where I am now, like what is that like? Like if I I yelled, like am I like what like a hundred feet away or three hundred or like like You're if probably, if I say something, do people hear me? Probably only about a hundred feet away. So a hundred feet. And you're in a tunnel, and it's smooth, and you're just yeah, kind of echoes. around. Okay. Now, my next question is: from where I am, you know, there's a drop off. Correct. But like, is there any way to go deeper? As far as you know, it's perfectly smooth. So if you just took another step forward, you'd probably slide off the edge. It's it's not a a sharp edge. It's a you know. Okay, so like, I mean, this sounds like a metagamey question, but like the kind of like edge you go down and you go splat or the edge you go down and it's like a slide. You don't know. It's pitch black. Fair enough. You know, at this point, I'm definitely insane. I'm going down. Okay, so you're going to take a step forward? Yep. Um, Do do another luck roll. All right, boys. Ooh, hard success. Okay. Um, you take a step forward and you're, you lose your footing. You start sliding. And the second you do, you yell out in, in fright. Uh, so you guys hear him suddenly go, ah, like this from down the tunnel. Um, what do you guys do when you hear him yell? I hear him yell. I'm going to go run to help him. Okay, yeah, he, let's go trouble. help him. Okay. The living before the dead. Let's go. I'll follow Miss Margaret. All right. So you guys go down this tunnel, same as him, and you get to the end of this precipice um, where it's dark ahead of you. And you imagine, of course, that he must have fallen. There's no other place for him to go. Leon, you, in fact, fall quite a ways, almost 50 feet, which would normally kill you, except that the ground does slope as you go so you're kind of scooped on a slide and you slide forward and your feet hit something hard you think the other wall and as they come to the tunnel entrance with their flashlights you can see them up above you um looks like they're 100 feet or so away from you um you're in the dark but you're up against something um, large, smooth, and curved. It has the same sort of feel as the walls, but you can feel a a thumping, like like a heartbeat. You can feel it in the ground and you can feel it in your hands when you're touching it. the rest of you, you can't see what happened to Leon, but you think you can hear him down there. Can I call out and say something? Yes, you can. I found the heart of the pirate's treasure. It's here. It's here. I can feel it. As you guys kind of try to shine your, your light forward, you can see that this, you're, you're kind of guesstimating in the dark, but you think this room is spherical. It's large, very large, in fact, round, football field sized. 
And in the center of it, there seems to be something setting, um, also spherical and fairly large. And you can faintly hear almost what sounds like a heartbeat, a thump, thump, thump. But it's almost, it's almost like you're not hearing it. You're, you can feel that sort of internal thump. Um, and you can hear Leon down there. He's obviously slid off. You don't see any place where you can attach a rope or anything like that. Completely safe. Just trust me. This spherical object, does it look um, biological or like metal or? It's hard to tell. The walls in here seem to be shell-like. So um, it, it has a similar thing to it. Um, Leon, um, as you're sort of moving around it, um, do a power roll. All right, that's not going to go well. Um, asking you shall receive 79 out of 40. Fail. Um, you feel drawn to it. It's almost as if there's something, something inside that needs your energy, if you will, your, your life energy. You can feel, I mean, you always believed you had a soul and you're almost sure there's a God. I mean, you've prayed to him enough when you were, you know, sea, a hurricane you know. in the sea, and yeah, and this this has some connection to that God. And as you're you're standing there, you can feel your mind and your what you would call your soul, your your inner feelings, sort of moving, becoming sort of fluid and moving out of you like like smoke from a fire, and you are merging with this thing. And you know now that it's alive. You know now that it, it's taking from you what it needs. I will say, uh, I don't know if this matters in the end, but I am going to give no resistance given, given what I'm feeling. It's, right. I am embracing this. Then as your mind drifts forward, and your body crumples to the ground. Oh. There's a light that comes on inside your mind and you suddenly are transformed. And we'll get back to you in a moment. Um, the rest of you, you hear Leon down there suddenly sort of call out almost in an, uh, almost ecstatically, you know, like, someone having an orgasm, and then there is a boom like that, and this thing in the center of the room lights up. It becomes almost luminous. Uh, it's got kind of a blue-green sheen to it, and in that moment, you realize that it is an egg of some sort, a gigantic 50-foot-high egg thing and that it is suddenly <laughs> it suddenly is 
alive and going to hatch very shortly. What do you guys do? We need to make a sanity check. For that. Yeah, you can do a sanity okay. check. Yeah. I'm Ash. functionally dead, right? Ooh, you're, you're gone. I'm good. Yes, you are. <laughs> good. All right. So you guys passed? Yes. Uh, 46 over 45 just failed. Okay. You can use luck if you want to pass. That's all right. right. I, I'm going to spend <laughs> yeah. my one luck to pass. All right. So you guys are all in control of yourselves. You're going to take a couple of points of damage, but uh, of sanity damage, but you guys are, are in your right minds. What are you going to do? I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to use the rock I picked up and throw it at Leon. I'm going to run. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a body. I mean, maybe they can't see me properly at this point. So maybe they think I just fall on the ground, but I'm just like, I'm like a limp body, right? Now, I think you're laying, you're laying on your back on the ground with your hands like this. Yeah, ragdolled. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to um, shoot the egg thing. All right, Margaret, you pull out your gun, fire at the egg. Uh, Bobby, what were you going to do? Throw a rock at Leon? <laughs> yeah, that rock I picked up like an hour ago, I'm going <sighs> to Leon. All right. Uh, your rock hits Leon. Obviously, nothing happens. Uh, Dr. Right. Ellis, you turn around and run. Uh, Margaret, you fire the gun. Uh, I would like the three of you to do constitution rolls because the sound of the gun going off echoes and it's incredibly loud. And uh, oh, two, oh, six. We're okay, so you guys, you guys all did really good on yeah. your So you guys saw her pull the gun out and plugged your ears. <laughs> uh, I'm absorbing Which all I the bad rolls. Do, tonight, so um... I would probably take some hearing damage anyway. Right. What? You're used to it, maybe. Okay. So the gun goes off. Uh, Ellis is running. Um, your bullet hits the egg, and there's a tremendous cracking sound. But it sounds like rock cracking, not egg cracking. And you can see there's a fissure now from where your bullet hit, and the egg is is beginning to quiver and sh and crack open. Um, Ellis, you are running. Ellis, it's not that far back to the entrance. And as you get to the entrance and step out into the early evening, um, the sun is still, it, the, the sky is red. Um, and so the fog is all kind of turned into this strange glowing red. You can see there are at least 20 of those slug things. And they are quite close now, maybe you know, less than a minute before they're going to get to the entrance to that hole. Um, Margaret and Bobby, what do you do? Uh, if I see that the shooting it didn't deter it, kill it, hamper it, I'm running. Okay. Bobby? I'm going to take out my pocket knife, just in case, and then I will run along with Margaret. Okay. Uh, Margaret and Bobby, I would like you to do a spot hidden roll. Um, oh, four. 38. Pass. Okay. So both of you run forward. You hear a cracking noise behind you. Margaret, you stop to look back. Bobby, you sort of look over her shoulder, and you see the shell starting to fall away, and there's something octopus-like, something with tentacles and stuff sort of birthing itself from the slime of this egg and writhing about 
and you think that it's about to try and come out the tunnel as you are running, um, you burst forth from the tunnel, seeing Dr. Ellis standing there with these slug things all sort of around. What do you want to do? Are there rocks that I could climb on top of, like near the entrance? Like climb over? Yes, you could try to climb up the cliff or you could try to go around. It's not impossible that you could just run in between these things. They don't seem to move very fast. Let's just run past them. Yeah, I'm going to try to jump and, you know, climb on top of like rock to rock yeah. and pour over yep. here. Just get out Ellis of here. was just standing there. I'm like grabbing his arm <laughs> and dragging him. <laughs> okay. So you, you make your way, you're running back down towards uh, the, uh, the shore. shore. Um, you can see there are quite a few more of these yellow slug things. Uh, they're here and there. They're all sort of moving about. And that's when you come up over to where you can see the boat. And it seems to be listing to the side. Um, as you get to the cliff, sort of the, the, the ledge overhanging the boat, you can see that there are these yellow slime things all over it, these slug creatures, and that they have damaged it and started to tear apart the, uh, the wood of the boat. And uh, they're dragging it away from the island. And that's when you hear what sounds like a god-awful explosion behind you. And you look back and part of the mountainside is crumbled and this thing is forcing its way out of the uh, out of the mountainside uh, what do you do do we sanity check first yeah you can do your sanity check but uh yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah. kind of beyond that at this point yeah does it like i we're all fishermen does does the boat look completely beyond repair like it's going down. Yeah, there's probably nothing you can do at this point. Can we like hold on to like any floatsome or whatever? Any big? You want to try jumping float? in the water and uh, grabbing yeah. something that's yeah, yeah. swimming, boys. Maybe may, maybe some vessel will pass by eventually and find us. Yeah. Do your sanity roll though. Hope See you got you points in swim. Well, oh, that is a thirty-five. Uh, that's regular pass. Fail. Okay. Uh, Bobby, do a 1D, ah, 1D12, Ooh. and you guys oh, can do Jesus. a 1D12. Well, that's brutal, 1D12. Uh, we never get to use a 1D12, so this is... Oh, oh seven. Seven. No. Three. Three oh, on a D12. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby gets to the edge. He right. does a, a swan dive into the right. water. He starts swimming. Um, Margaret and uh, and Ellis do uh, in intelligence rolls. Although you probably know what's coming, Past. you can see it. Past. Uh, lucky, lucky, Doctor Ellis. You just stand there for a moment, thinking this can't be happening. This can't be happening. He should have married an educated man. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, you know that death has come for you, and that it's in the form of gigantic tentacle monster 
then um, I'm going to go to Dirk's body and just cuddle up, you know, like hold him close and, and spend my last yeah. moments with him. And there's a few moments where you're there and the last thoughts you have are, geez, he feels like old leather. <laughs> and this thing comes Boy, down the right. mountainside and just crushes you. Welcome the to the madness, Holly. Um, <laughs> Dr. Ellis, uh, you see Bobby swimming away. You see the boat going down and being torn apart by these things. And you're just barely keeping your sanity together. What do you want to do? Um, can we say I like picked up my uh, medical bag on the way down? Do a luck roll. We'll see if okay. you didn't drop it while you were. He, you're gonna overdose yourself. That's a pass. Can't spend luck on luck. Oh, All right, you managed to give cut that thing in your. All right. Well, I'm a I'm a townie of Gravesport, and I'd like to say that people of Gravesport are fighters. So we're gonna go out with a bang. So yeah. I want to use the uh, the alcohol and my lighter in order to try and set this thing okay. on fire before I okay. go. <laughs> so it's, it's rolling down the, the mountainside towards you. You uh, fling your alcohol and light it on fire, <laughs> and it snuffs you out like a candle in the wind. Yep. And you Just are gone. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby you swimming. are swimming furiously. You're thinking, I can make it. I can swim 200 miles. I can get all the way back. And as you're swimming, you're getting tired. And suddenly something seems to grab a hold of one of your legs. And you look, you look down into the water. And you can see that you've been grabbed by one of these yellow slug things. They seem to be able to swim pretty well. And then another one comes at you and another. And you're pulled into the water. And... Um, you My become uh, a host for their babies, and that's the end of you. And that is the end of our story. Excellent. TPK. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever no. not had a TPK on this? Because I'm dying. No, we've always had a TPK. Okay. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that Cthulhu? Mm -mm. What it was, was it was a uh, star spawn of Cthulhu. Uh, mm -hmm. That's just as bad. Yeah, just as bad. Um, and D6 damage. <laughs> so the concept of this is that a little piece of a sunken island with a star spawn egg uh, somehow pushes its way up to the surface. Um the Deep Ones had originally imprisoned the egg there and sealed it up with a key and with a door. And uh, the yellow slug things were there to make sure that nobody opened the door. And mm. really bad security. The door. Yeah, really bad security. They're not very fast at it. Um, but anyways, Dirk found the key. He found the Is island there... and he found the key. I was about to say, was there an explanation for how Dirk, or is it just kind of like, well, he found well, he it, fished well, it up or something? He found it. He saw the door, but he was able to sort of resist it, uh, and he came back. But when he came back, he thought, I've got to go back there and find out what's in there, and I'm not going to tell anyone. Mm -hmm. We're going to be rich. And But this time when he got there, um, the slugs had kind of awakened, and they were 
waiting for him, and they got him, and he got infected. Leon, you would have died anyway. So would you, Bobby, because once the stuff is in your system, Ah. it starts to use the water in your body to feed the the eggs. Yeah, I I put it right up to my nose. Hey, I'm just glad I embraced it. Well, yeah, did did you get, like, um, possessed or something? Like, with the glow, what happened there at the end for Leon? Um, Um, I mean... Yeah, he was kind of fell under its spell once it no once but near the end you said a uh, life source left something else came in right which part the whole yeah, thing I was with, saying the whole thing with Leon. no one's ever actually gone down there and touched the damn mm. thing so i just sort of started making stuff up from that point uh, i mean i was indefinitely insane and from like you know tom mentioning the like oh i said that i was just embracing yeah. the madness and just like i'm fucked Let's just go all out and just be the, you know. I think the first time I ran it, you whoever had that key in the first part, they open the door and they still have the key and they go down and they put the key in another lock and that wakes the thing up. Um, I think I'd also had it where there was like a post coming out of the ground with a button on it and they pushed the button. And ah. it the <laughs> but uh, this time, Leon, from the moment that you went like this, I was yep. like, oh, yep. this oh, one, yep. oh. yeah, you, 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 you got me there. That's so much more <laughs> nasty than, uh, yeah, than anything else. This is a, one of those one page things. Good. Nice. Good. Uh, for one, pa- I mean, Tom, this is, this is wonderful. I'm glad this is going to be my first tabletop player death. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's one for the books. We were talking the other night about games with TPKs. And there's not really much way around this one. I suppose you could have just taken Dirk's boat and gone back home and said, oh. Yeah, but that's boring. <laughs> yeah. Or, or not pick up the key. Maybe not pick up the key. Maybe like, not. The, the, the thing about that is, is that, like, especially, you know, in Call of Cthulhu and especially, especially with one shots, it's like, that's. I like embracing the madness. I'm mostly a keeper when I run this game, but I I am totally down for just losing my mind and just doing yeah. stupid shit. The thing is, is that by the time you find the key and you find Dirk, the slugs have already got your boat, mm. so you're kind of screwed. Screwed either way. Yep. Right. Now the I don't know if the original does the original have it. Um, I think when we first played it too. You heard some odd noises coming from another part of the island. And yeah. if you had gone over there, what you would have found was a bunch of um, basically deep ones fucking. Ah. They, would have been oh. the, they would have been on the nice. rocks having, having fun. Um, that would anyway, have been good. That, that's the, any other questions, sir? No, uh, that was really good. We can awesome. Fun. No, I had Incredible. a lot of fun. I... I, I like deep ones a lot. I think they're a very they're, they're iconic and versatile. Yeah, I think I like them a lot too. Our uh, players included uh, Sham Sabin, uh, Billy Chung, Holly Buto, and Alex Sun. With myself as the keeper of the secrets, we have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. And you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. 
This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.